And welcome to episode one of Godfall. Uh, our last episode was, of course, our episode zero. We talked about the world, everything that we created, everything we were doing. Uh, also went over kind of the base rules of uh, role-playing, pretty much, you know, making sure everybody's cool and copacetic. Uh, we have do have only four players. We are looking for a fifth. I'm trying to find one more uh, because I think that would be really good for this party. I don't want them to die to a stiff breeze, but, you know, things happen in this world. Um, so we're going to start playing, but before we start playing, everybody should introduce their character, um, say what they're playing, give, you know, common knowledge, what you look like, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, we're going to go and start with Erica. Erica, please tell us about your character, what they look like, what they are, you name it. Uh, my character's name is Marcella. She is a panda bear. Um, she's a middle-aged panda bear. She's a cleric. Um, she carries a shield and she has a chain shirt. And I remember right. I don't want to say the wrong weapon. She has a spear. And what race are you actually? I'm a I'm a fairy, a fae. You're you're part of the fae race, yes. So for people that yeah. don't, don't remember, uh, fae's cover every type of weird type creature you can think of. They just follow under one category, and they can people can make you know whatever they want. Uh, Mr. Brian, tell me about your character, who you are, and what you do. I am Nar Knuckle Swasher, uh, the professional buckler of swashes everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I am a I am a goblin pirate. Uh, who claims to? Uh, I've I've got I've got a, a reason for wanting all of the things that I pick up and put into my pockets. I have a destiny, and it involves these things. Okay, uh, what do you look like? Particular weapons you use? Uh, I uh, prefer to use a uh, a scimitar, uh, more or less like a like a kind of a thin bladed cutlass. Um, but, you know, anything at hand, beer bottle, bo you know, carved soap, chest piece, <laughs> whatever happens to be nearby, I'll stick you with it. Okay. Um, Brandon. Green, full of attitude. <laughs> Ears twice as long as my head. All right. Brandon, tell us about your character. Uh, I am playing Belladonna Nightmoon, a fae druid. Um with a peculiar set of features with, you know, long bunny ears and the inability to walk without some form of heel because of the way that, you know, their feet are. Um, and kind of just what she does, um, her weapons, she has a scimitar and a dagger. Will she ever use it? Probably not. It's just for looks. Her druidic focus is actually tarot cards what she uses you can find her telling for futures that may or may not happen because the future is never set in stone so right. and mizzy who is your character what are they wearing give us the rundown so captain slock is a goblin pirate fight fighter type but prefers to use range weapons kind of like hang out in the crow's neck nest when they're in battle and um shoot blow darts at people and use their crossbows and such. But when I do have to get into the action, I use a scimitar and my fists. Okay. Um, so the party actually all know each other. Y'all actually have done like 
missions and you actually work at a belladonna's um business belladonna's uh night moons herbs and fortune is y'all's base of operation um y'all take on you know minor things you know go fetch this bring this bring that uh you're pretty poor because the town that you live in is the town of ortolan which is just north of the great barrier mountains um a few days walking riding of the uh great barrier mountain it is number two on the map if you're looking for it um and it is a small town mostly populated by humans so y'all actually stand out in this town people know you people you know they know that if there's something weird going on they usually go to y'all um because y'all are, you kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Fae and goblins in a primarily human town. Um, Night Moon's uh, building is pretty well known. And this is actually a, you know, a stopping point for a lot of people that make make it across the Great Barrier. Um, one of the first towns that people stop in before they head north or go anywhere else. Uh, so it's a pretty busy, busy, busy town. Um Population, you know, a few thousand type thing. So, you know, it's a good size um, type stuff. And at that note, y'all have just come back from a simple caravan run of bringing refugees uh, farther north. Uh, and you're coming back into town. And it's kind of your typical night. No, Nothing big, you know, going on. Uh, but you're coming up into uh, Night Moon's uh, building. So... You've got a good day's rest to ahead of you because you probably have new missions and new things coming up because they always come to you. And um, Belladonna, one of your uh, current workers that watch the shop when you're gone is always keeping notes and tabs and everything and making it ready for you. So you arrive right at the beginning of the shop. Uh, Belladonna, would you like to describe your um, shop? Yeah, so the sign is like this. There's very filigree, like the night moon is in like beautiful filigree. Um, on there, it's probably broken down a little bit because the way that she's tried to fix it is just with like flowers. And she's like, Druidcraft, vine, it's going to hold. Everything's fine. The future is never set in stone. Um, and. Uh, Underneath it, just in a hanging sign, says "Potions and Fortunes." <laughs> um, and you know, as you walk in, there's just a lot of flowers, a lot of herbs, some potion bottles that look like they don't have healing potions in them. Who knows what's in them? They may not heal, but usually the adventurers that buy them don't come back. So, you know. And then in the back is the curtain, and that's where all the fortunes and things happen. So. Um, Kind of your... It's very uh, run down. I will just say that. <laughs> she has no idea about how to maintenance things. She's lived in a tree for most of her life. So she's like, this is fine. This stick is great. Yes, yeah, this, this stick will hold this up perfectly <laughs> fine. Um, you, you, you open the door and y'all start to walk in and you notice one of your assistants, uh, Jennifer, she, uh, just a typical human, very young, is very flabbergasted by the whole druid stuff and fey because y'all are unique. And she's, like, trying to sweep up and move things around and, you know, trying to keep it, you know, like, 
everything's just kind of cluttered around. So she's been trying to move it and put it in shape. And uh, she sees you uh, walk in and she's like, thank God you were here. <laughs> I have so much stuff for you. And she, like, she walks over to uh, the counter and picks up a book that has like papers just all strewn out through it. And you can tell this is a ledger where she's been taking orders for like things and like plops it down on a center table and is like flings it open. And she's like, here, you have a lot of things to go through. Oh. And she goes back to picking up stuff and she's like, I will get you drinks. Don't worry about it. And she like walks off into the back. Very young okay. or like an early twenties type thing, but you know, very much enjoys that there's a, she is part of the Belladonna and crew. Okay. As I look at this just ledger, I'm like, oh God. You find like scraps piece of papers where it's like, <laughs> uh, help me find my lost, you know, aunt. Uh, will you adventure <laughs> over to the Great Barrier to get my son? And I mean, there's just like, it's just tons and tons of stuff like that. All scribbled in her handwriting, but it's just piles upon piles oh this is great all right well guys if y'all need me i'll be going through all these requests <laughs> now y'all can decide where you live i it's up to y'all i mean there you can have your own place or you can i mean that leave that up to y'all but this is kind of like your headquarters per se i have a houseboat a houseboat on dry land yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. One one day this will flood again, <laughs> and I'll be ready. Okay. I don't see it happening in the future. <laughs> Go back to your cards. You're missing a few. <laughs> so, what does everybody do? I will have already left my house because my parents are they're they're some of the main um goblins in this area where we're kind of known to be collectors of different debts but okay. i'm I'm the reject and I don't want to do that um so I just kind of go out on my own early that way I can avoid all of the family drama. And I go to Belladonna's house and um, shop. Sorry. And then I'm going to barge in and be like, well, what do we got? Lots of paper. You see her walking off with the book. You know the book. You've seen the book. You're used to the book. So many papers. So many requests. Well, which which one's got the most adventure? And I'm going to help sort through them. Okay. Um, Gar As you and... go through him, Belladonna just kind of like scoots away a little bit. She just doesn't want to deal with that. <laughs> She's like, yeah, totally. You should look at that. That's... Uh, so, Marcella and Gar? Um... That, that, that would be Nar. Please. Nar, excuse me. Okay, Nar. The, the, N, the N is not silent. The G is, though. The G is, okay. Nar, Nar. So, Nar and uh, Marcella, what do you plan on doing? Well, I'll help no. out where I can. What do you need lifted? I mean, you know, moved. 
Uh, everything. You see Jennifer come back, and she's got like four me- four four mugs of like ale that you know y'all typically drink. And she sets it down, and she's like, "So, uh, where's the money you collected from your last gig? Um, I need to put that in the savings and pay off bills. We have a lot of bills. A lot of bills. Uh, did, did any? I didn't get. I, I didn't get any money." Uh, you did get paid a little bit. You got paid 50 silver for your last one because it was just a simple escort. Who took the money? Because I did not. <laughs> Everybody's looking around at each other. Um, I'm looking at Nar like... <gasps> so Marcella has the money <laughs> and she leaves her home um, in part of her um, her belief is to give to the less fortunate. So she gives five silver to a local orphanage <laughs> that morning without the group's permission. Because <laughs> that's her part is the way she sees it. Um, right. And she spends some time if there's any children who are sick, she provides them with the best medical care she can offer them. And then she'll make her way to the shop to meet up with everybody else. Okay. You, you, you've got, you, you walk in as Jennifer's going and where is the money? And everybody's looking at each other. Marcella. Oh, thank you. Gosh, you're here. Do you have the money that we got for our last job? Because I, I didn't, I didn't grab it. Yeah, I have it. Um, I have it right here. I already took a little bit of it, just my portion. I didn't give anybody else's away. Just five silver to give to the kids down the street. They needed shoes and new clothes and things. Okay, I honestly didn't know how much we were getting paid, so you could have said any amount, and I would be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Jennifer takes the bag, and she, like, opens it up and sees that there's, you know, 45 silver, and she's like, so... The house gets this amount, and then she divvies out five silver to each one of you, and then takes the rest of the silver to the back room. So y'all got five silver each. Oh, fantastic. Um, she's like, make sure you look through all that stuff, because there were some things in there that could make us a lot of money, and we need it. Have you seen what this place looks like recently? And then she like bounces off into the back. It looks perfect. And you hear this from the back. Oh, no, it doesn't, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Marcella would sit in a chair and because of the weight of her panda it's like just a little bit of creaky <laughs> you're, you're so the wood start creaking and, yeah she's, she's eating her her plants <laughs> okay um, everybody give me a uh, investigation role that is looking through the book. Oh, I'm the best at this. Nar 15, Slock 17. That makes sense. Okay. Bella's like, <laughs> da, 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 looking around, she rolls a five. Yep. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna be honest with you, I've never used D and D beyond. I don't even know how to do that. Uh, so, on your mind. sheet 
on your sheet where in your your skill list in your sheet it'll be the bonus has a box and it's like plus five plus three plus whatever hover your uh-huh. your arrow over the actual plus or minus depending on the roll yeah and then click it and it should if there you're going to set up to default it should spit it out automatically Okay. And yeah, Marcel is too I, concentrating on the. I still use pencil and paper. <laughs> That's fine. This is an easy way to do it. Uh, you're you're too concentrated on making sure that you're not breaking the chair again. Um, so yeah. you're like easing your way into it. Uh, so uh, Slock and Nar, you look down and you see this one sheet that's like seventy five gold. You both see it at the same time. You just see seventy five gold paid out. I'm just going to point and say, that one! What does that one say? And I lean over try to look. It's buried on a few other pieces of paper, but you can definitely see it's, you know, the payout is 75 gold. Ooh, that's a lot. What yeah. would this be if we bought, got it in buttons? You think a button is like three or two copper? <laughs> That's so many buttons. It is. You could cover a whole jacket in buttons, or even more than that, like hats and pants. And... You you you, you look over sign. and you see Jennifer's coming out from the side of the door. We are not trading it for buttons. Get money. And then she leans back in. Well, she's so bossy. Oh. The human's not wrong, though. <laughs> As a stick falls. I suppose. <laughs> the, what exactly the floorboard is starts creaking. <laughs> uh, you pull the piece of paper, piece of paper out, and it is from one of the local uh, societal, you know, high life people within the town that is looking for someone to go to the Great Barrier and pick up some gems from a miner that is working that area. Well. The Great Barrier, they obviously have some difficulty with their um, their employment laws to have someone so young digging up gems. But what it is, is uh, you can get the full details uh, from the lady in question. And um, But what it is, the basic thing is, is you would have to go the south to the Great Barrier to a miner that is digging up gems for her. Does our characters know like how long that journey is? Uh, you would think it's probably maybe like five or six days walking. Okay. So about a week there and a week back, give or take. Uh, there goes my dogs. You hear dogs barking in the back, you know, because <laughs> it's starting to get dark. Ambience. Oh, yeah. Ambience. We forgot to feed those dogs in the alley. Well, it pays well. It does. Yes, I suppose. Well, all in favor, we should do it. Say, I yeah, I I, I don't know. What do you use on your ship? I don't. Well, the captain just gives orders, and we do what the captain says. Oh. There's not really any voting on a ship. It's more of an I, sir, which is usually directed towards me, so. Oh. I, sir, it is. Let's go. 
<laughs> yeah, that. All right. Um, you can actually, like I said, it's starting to get dark, so you kind of, you know, going to turn in, and then uh, you can go to the address and be there. Is there anyone that wants to do anything tonight? Let me know. If not, we will fast forward to morning. I'm going to dip all of my arrows in pickle juice, as that I have been told that that makes them hurt more. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's true. You you see him pull out a pickle jar and he starts doing this with it while you're sitting at the table. Comes up with pickle. Oh, very interesting. Never thought of pickle juice as being able to hurt somebody. There's actually a legitimate historical pirate torture, and that involves that's named the whip and pickle. It's where you dip your the cat and nine tails in salt water. That's what they called me in high school. Person. Two facts. Okay. Uh, Everybody crashes for the night. You come back in the morning, and you'll all meet back, of course, at uh, Night Moon's Herb and Fortune. Yes. So, you get together. You start walking through town and going towards uh, this address that they have given you. Um, and you know, it doesn't take very long, a few minutes or whatever. Um, but you've noticed that the area has starting to look a little bit nicer. The roads are a little bit cleaner. You know, the houses are better built and it starts getting and more and more improved as you walk through, um, type thing. Um, and eventually you come up to where this address is and it is a pretty decent size mansion with a large stone fence around it and a wrought iron gate. Uh, definitely a two-story, and you actually see guards walking around it. What kind of guards? Human guards. I meant like city guards or private guards? Private guards, sorry. Private oh, guards. They're the worst. <laughs> We're in the rich people territory. you got to remember, they have money for this kind of thing, which means we can charge them more and get more baubles. I'm not, I'm not wearing enough buckles for this place. <laughs> or buttons. Well, yeah, it's because Jennifer doesn't like buttons, apparently. <laughs> There's never enough buttons. I know. I want to make a new sign out of buttons, but you know we can't trade our money for buttons, so it's just going to stay the way it is. Probably smart. But... Well, if we get in here and get paid, you might be able to get that new sign. Uh, eventually you stop at the gate and a guard's like, can I help you? Grab the we had a message that there was a thing that needed to be done and to come to this address for more details. She did not try to hire Belladonna and crew, did she? Can I see the paper? <gasps> there you go. You, you can tell he's like very disdained about what you're saying, you know, that you got it and he he's like rolling his eyes. He picks the paper up and he's like, Fuck. Not the misfits. Damn it, the misfits. There's now there's no need for name calling here. Everything I We are just simple just adventurers. Fun. Quite well tailored. He 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 realizes that he said that out loud right now and he's like, Oh, um yeah, Belladonna uh okay. and crew. So he's like, Okay, uh give me a minute and like he sends a a, a guard off. 
And about three or four minutes later, the guard comes back and says, okay, let him in, lady. Lady Relaine is ready to, Relaine is here to see them. And they open the gate and you come through and, you know, it's like this beautiful garden, well manicured lawn. You know, there's actually a fountain in it. I mean, this is, you know, the top of the line, you know, debauchery scene. They got one of those fancy outdoor bands. <laughs> It's a good thing I wore my cast some belladonna today. flowers in the garden, just boop. <laughs> sneakily, just try to like try to get it like boop, so the guards don't see. Okay, uh, you eventually come to the front door. They let you in, and it opens up to a large double stairs foyer and stairs leading up. I mean, this has got marble gleaning floors, chandeliers, gold, you know, uh, inlaid on stuff. Beautiful flowers in every vase, fresh. Uh, you name it. This place is spotless. You see uh, working staff moving back and forth, making sure things are clean and getting stuff done. Uh, all human, uh, for the most part, that you can tell. Um, and the two guards stand on either side of you, and they said, just wait here. Uh, and then about mm, a few minutes later, you notice a very gorgeous elven lady at the very top of the stairs. A uh, very tall, slender, redhead, uh, and wearing like the most opulent gown you can think of, and just starts gliding down the stairs. You know, it doesn't even look like her feet are moving. She just seems like she's gliding down the stairs, and comes down the stairs all nice and chalant and everything. And it's like, oh, Belladonna and crew, I see you're here to take on my charge. Are you willing to venture to the Great Barrier and recover my gems? I mean, we're here. Only on one condition. And that condition is... You explain, you explain why you're hiring miners. Because they dig in the ground? Is it because they're short? Or because they're young? I forgot. You're a stupid race. Um, I'm hiring... Adults that dig in the ground. Oh. M-I-N-E-R. It's okay. It's okay. I understand. It's a translation issue. Intelligence issue, but it's okay. Um, I will have my uh, um, scribe come in here and we will sign the contracts. Um, she like snaps her fingers and a few seconds later, this scribe comes in with this big book opened up. Uh, and he like hands you the quill and says, sign here and we will make this contract a deal. Now, look, I've been in many contracts before. This does not say if we do not complete this, you will kill us, right? The, the Basically what the contract says is that you are supposed to go to the Great Barrier, uh, contact the uh, miner uh, and get the gems from him, bring back the appropriate gems. It will be bound in a chest a small chest and bring it back and you will get paid small chest. I'm talking like a foot long and you know, a foot tall type thing. Lost undamaged. Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Um, just curious what, um, the gems are they for like jewelry or are oh, they for, for everything? My little sweet Faye. I put them into jewelry. I create dust out of them. I think, Everything I have my jeweler do all that stuff for me. 
I, my hands are too delicate for this. There's just no way that I could touch that stuff without it in its raw form. Oh, so horrible. But the best jams come from the Great Barrier. So when you say raw form. Uncut gems. Okay. I was going to say, Belladonna's already signed it as you're asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer's not here. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and can you remind me, what is her name again? I forgot. To, I didn't jot it down. Lady Relaine. R-E-L-A-I-N. Very high snobby. Very, you can tell she talks down to you every single moment and looks down through her nose at you. Well, everyone looks down at me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm about like eye height with her. I can just look her in the eyes, and I'm like, can look down. <laughs> I think I don't know. I guess standing up, I might be. That's okay. Probably about this. Yeah, I feel like standing up. I'm pretty tall. It's up to you. I mean, you can make however tall you want to be. I mean, you're yeah. bipedal for the most part, so. Yeah, I was kind of seeing her as like six, probably six. Six and stocky. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. Uh, does anybody else sign or just y'all just let Belladonna sign it and y'all are good with that? I'll go ahead and sign. I'll make my mark. <laughs> and as soon as you do that, he like pulls the book away. <laughs> He's like, he like looks over at Lady and she's like, yeah. Uncivilized. I sign for. for I totally spell your name wrong, but I'm like <laughs> NAR. It's, it's spelled yeah. phonetically. M I K A. The mica is silent. Yeah, I I spell it all. I'm like, I'm like Gar. Gunkle washer. That's what it goes on the paper. It does not even your real. <laughs> Contract is non-binding. This is as legally binding as I care. It's fine. Uh, Captain Slock, do you sign? Yep. Okay. Uh, She he takes it, closes it up, and all of a sudden, you know, there's already a maid coming here cleaning up your spit off the floor already and polishing it up and such. And she's like, "Well, be on your way. Bring back my jams as quickly as possible. I need them. And she just turns around and walks away from you, gliding across the floor, waving her hand like a type stuff. This is why I hate rich people. Does anyone else want to push her down some stairs? (laughs) As we're walking out, does there there look like there's a small item that I might be able to snatch? No, everything's pretty big and opulent here. Okay. Yeah, you 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 look over and the smallest things you could probably snatch would be a vase, and it's not small. <laughs> okay. As we leave again, dude, craft more flowers in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw a few things there. Um, so it's still you know early in the morning, so it's up to you whether you want where you want to go and what you want to do. Do y'all want to head out now? You want to pick up supplies? I mean, this is roughly about a five-day walking journey. You do not have horses. She did not pay you yet, so all you got is five silver. 
and whatever money you started um, with. I guess this is a DM question for you. Do you expect us to track like we have so many days rations and we eat so many meals? A you, day? you should buy a roughly. You should buy roughly. I'm not going to be like really picky. You know, oh, you're like only a quarter of a ration left. You will die in you know whatever. Yeah. But a reasonable amount. Okay. Just say I, I, you know, you buy the amount and you eat appropriately. Okay. When I starve you out, you'll know when I'm starving you out. I mean, uh, when you have to track rations. <laughs> So, I mean, pretty much I'll just come back. So you have five silver. What do you plan on doing before you head out? Does, do, uh, does Belladonna's shop have supplies for us? Typically, Jennifer has a bag packed for you before you leave. Okay. Appropriately for I... what you need. I have two days worth of rations, so I will buy. We're going to be gone for basically 14 days. So I guess I'll buy. Um, just to have a little extra. I'll buy 16 days worth of rations. Okay. Just a standard fee for whatever it is. You just look that up. on. You can find it on your character sheet under equipment. If you have enough money for that. Uh, so are y'all gonna... How much money I have? Five silver, unless you've spent okay. it already. I wasn't sure. Uh, I got, I've got ten days of free crappy rations already, so that, gonna... that should be fine. Yeah, right. I have ten. We'll find things that we can eat along the way. Mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a snack. day of rations, and I, I can find my way around a forest. Okay. Um, you head back to the shop, uh, at the shop, of course, uh, Jennifer's standing there and goes, did you sign the contract? Are we going to get paid? Yes. 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 And yes. Oh, thank God. I can finally fix the outhouse. <sighs> She's like, all right, here are your bags. And she like gives you the little knapsacks of like stuff that you, you know, it's usually like a little bit of food and, you know, other things to head you on your way. And she's like. Be careful. Come back alive. We have bills to pay. Dying is a day worth living for. Yeah, you don't, you don't want a funeral, I can tell. So if uh, <laughs> Captain Slock dies, don't bring Captain Slock back then. <laughs> we don't have money for a funeral. No, nobody cares enough for a funeral for me anyway. It's fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course we would have a funeral. I would let the plants eat you. It's that be worth something then. <laughs> just make sure we don't have to pay for it, okay? We don't have money to pay for funerals. She whispers. <laughs> the um, so y'all gonna head out right now? Um, I, I'm ready I, when everyone else is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> she kind of, you know, Jennifer starts working on things, getting things cleaned up, and um, looks at y'all and is like, okay. Bye. And as soon as y'all like get out the door, the door slams really hard. Type thing. And Your door like, is very rude. I know. It has a mind of its own. I think Jennifer is the one that told it to do that. <laughs> the door? Yeah. 
Okay. Is this door enchanted? Mar- Mar- like, you can tell Marcella's like, are you high? You're probably the <laughs> smartest one out of all of us. I'm just I have an you. intelligence of eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we all stupid? <laughs> are we all dumb? It's the reason why y'all got the nickname the Misfits. Yeah, I have an intelligence rate. My my wisdom's not bad. So. Am, my intelligence is fifteen. Thank you. I am of average intelligence. I just have a different upbringing than the rest of creation. Same. I was alone for most of talking to doors. Apparently. Well, <laughs> Jennifer. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, pretty much. Y'all start heading out. Um, pretty much your first day of adventure is heading out is just following the road south, um, and nothing really happens. It, it, they're used to this. This is a, an easy trek. There's nothing going on, nothing working. You know, you see people out in the fields working, but for the most part, the day is pretty unadventurous. Uh, night starts to come on. Um, do you plan on having shifts? Yeah. Yes. All right, so who would have first, second, third, and fourth? I prefer to bookend either in the beginning or the end of the night. Um, I would probably do the end. So Belladonna's going to do the end? Yeah. I'll do second. I'll take third. Are y'all gonna pretty much stick to this unless you have to change it? Yeah, yeah, yeah makes sense. Makes it easier, I guess. Yeah, just want to make sure that way I can. No, I can keep we're gonna it going. change it every time. Yeah. <laughs> every single. We're gonna time. roll dice. Roll dice. Yeah, you gonna play games for it? Yes. Uh, okay, so pretty much the night goes on, goes off pretty uneventful. There's no big deal. Nothing happens. Like I said, y'all are still pretty close to town. I mean, it's only a day's walk, so it's not you know something crazy going on. Um, next day starts up and y'all continue walking south on the road about halfway through your day the road heads off to uh, the east which heads off to uh, the gate that uh, stops everybody from coming in which uh, is the gate to Amaron and which is the you know where people cross over to get across a great barrier and mm-hmm. so you technically will have to go south from here with no road for a bit Because um, you, you do have a crude map that she gave you, I forgot to tell you, that where it is, but it is not going through the tunnel. It is to the west of the tunnel. Are any of us decent at outdoorsmanship? Or are we going to get completely lost? Don't look at me. I grew up in the woods. So. I'm pretty good at survival. Survival, yeah. I'm right with that. I'll I got a plus four, and I'm proficient. <laughs> Same. Okay. Like I said, she like I said, she did give you a crude map of where this person's place is supposed to be, and it is actually the west side of the caves of. There's a rule, uh, which everybody says never go near, but. It is towards it is the west side of the caves. 
Um, next day, pretty much everything's pretty much fine. No big issues there. It is still kind of, you know, it's only two days out. Um, and actually the night is pretty calm. Um, it is a good autumn breeze that's coming through, um, this time of year. So nothing. on the third day, you start noticing that you start get this little, you know, chill up your spine because you're like getting closer to the great barrier and it's kind of like, you know, in the back of your head, you're like, this is what separates us from the shadow gods. This is the only thing. And you can start, you start seeing the mountains in the distance. But you can definitely see those mountains kind of looming in the distance and you can just feel that little chill run down your spine as you see it come up. Would you say, would it bother me a little bit more than the rest? Uh, you, you, you feel it a lot more based on yeah. who you are and what you, what you have that you can definitely tell that, oh shit. Oh, so thing. we get a bigger shiver, me and Marcella. Uh, actually, Marcella does because she is a cleric. She's oh, a fallen. Yes. Or, she, yeah. she, she worships a fallen. True. Which I haven't. Do you have, have you told them? Do you tell them about the fallen person or their party? Not yet. No. Okay. Um, knowing that it is illegal. Yep. And I haven't really heard any of them talk about religion. I'm assuming um, that I've just kind of been waiting to see where they're at personally okay. about it. All right. I think the concept of gods is interesting. As a, as a whole. <laughs> For sure. Oh, I also <laughs> think the concept of laws are interesting as a whole. <laughs> I think holes are interesting. All right. So whoever's leaving their party, give me a survival. Or if you have land navigation, check. Uh, give me who figure out who's doing it and give me one roll. Oh, I am a fourteen and I have a plus four and I'm proficient. I have. A, can I can I help uh, with not using survival because I'm god awful at that? Uh, but I am yeah. proficient in navigator's tools. <laughs> yeah, I could. I, I'll let you have a. Uh, it'll be a bonus. I just. Uh, I just. What's, wanted, what's your bonus? Uh, for navigator's tools as an in, intelligence based, that would be just my proficiency level. Okay, so you'll get the provision level bonus. You're... He, like, brings out, like, this, you know, the star charts Star-based and all the little, you know, things that he's, like, doing this as you're checking. So who's going to do it? I have a Can I guidance? What does guidance do? I use a D4 and what to an it? ability check. What does it do, though? What does guidance um, do? Does you touch a willing creature... Once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to an ability check of their choice. That's up to you. Oh, what you're saying is, yeah, okay, I got you about the, the religious part of it. Yeah. So, but, so I just want to clarify is it all gods are gone or just my particular god? Like maybe all. they know that all gods. Okay. The I'm only gods y'all know of are the shadow are... gods. And that's kind of what I was thinking. Maybe they think I'm a worshiper of one of those, but it's kind of what I was hoping they for. They might think that you're a mage in some sort that's learned how to do healing magic. You haven't, you, if you haven't told them what you're doing, they just kind of, they've accepted you. They just don't understand or care where 
your powers come from. As long yeah, as they I work. was kind of. <laughs> yeah, as long as I was kind of hoping that I could. I've been fooling them, thinking that I worship one of the shadow gods, not the actual god I worship. I don't show them my holy symbol ever. If you worship the shadow gods, people kill you. Oh, okay. I totally <laughs> misunderstood all that. Sorry, because I they're the one killing the planet right now. <laughs> Those are the bad guys. Yeah, the bad so are you going to try to cast guidance on Mizzy's character? Um, yeah, I'll just, I'm assuming I've probably been doing it anyways, so I will do that for her. All right, first thing you need to roll is a roll of D100. Uh, and if you look over on um, the left side of the screen, it looks like a D20. If you click that, you can roll it, or it says click that and roll D100. Uh, but you have to tell me is... Don't look at the screen. Don't look at the screen. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, close your eyes. Is 50 and higher good or or 49 and lower good? Uh, Higher. Okay. So you sit there. Okay, you can open your eyes now. Uh, you go and you, you reach up and you're like, here, let me give you a little bit of help. And all of a sudden you feel this like sharp like sting of uh, like, you know, someone shocked you from static electricity on your on your body and it fizzles out as you cast it so from here on out 50 and higher is good um but you you're kind of used to that like every once in a while her spells just don't work yeah so um well we tried give guidance all right yeah you do it, it no problem it goes off. So now you get a D4 right. plus your skill. So roll a D4 to see how much bonus you get. Oh, shit. That's fine. We'll just add it to this. It won't even matter. You're <laughs> like, we are going this direction. Perfect, straight, narrow line. Uh, and pretty much everything goes pretty fine for the you know the third day. Uh, nothing really happens. You're, you know, you've seen some like small animals running around some deer you, you heard birds but nothing hugely you know outrageous there's not there's typically this area is pretty devoid because west of y'all is the cataclysm and pretty much everybody stays away from that and very few things live near it because of what happened so that's not unheard of if y'all not having anything going through this uh night three nothing really happens day four comes around um, you will have to give me another navigation check during this day. Um, and if anybody wants to give bonuses, they can give bonuses. But unless, unless the captain asks us not to, I will continue, uh, to star navigate as best I can. Okay. Oh, let, let's get all the help we can. I did And then you get a roll of D4. You get to add that on top of it. Sixteen, uh, 16. to your roll. Uh, you pretty much do it, but now not only at the end of the night, besides the mountains being right near in front of you, you see the purple haze of the other side of the mountains flowing through at night. You can see it radiating over the top of it. Of uh, you know, you've heard rumors that the land on the other side is blighted and destroyed, and there's this constant purple haze within the air. Um, that usually comes from the shadow gods, uh, corrupting the land. But, uh, 
Marcella, you really, really are on edge right now. You're twitching. You're, okay. you're, you're, you're like got that anxiety, you know, paranoia feeling. Um, you've never been this close to the Great Barrier or this area before. Um, everybody sleeps tonight, but nobody gets restful sleep as your mind is like filled with eerie dreams creatures being sacrificed you know you can you, you you've got that thing in your head that just like won't let your mind shut up because of what's going on <laughs> you can feel it coming in you can feel this thing poking at you you don't know what it is but you're constantly you're like waking up every so often like oh shit and then you see that eerie purple haze above the mountains as you're kind of twisting and turning Um, day five is here. Uh, you think you should be making where, uh, this miner is located. Uh, it is up in the mountains just a little bit, but not far. Uh, you should be able to make it a little past, I don't know, probably like a early evening type thing. So continue on. Give me one more navigation roll and we should be able to get there. And all the bonuses that go along with it. Am I getting guidance? Yes, of course. <laughs> Always. Man. You just feel like you get a, a card just bonus. happy. You, just... um, uh, you make it to the mountains, and you can tell that this mountain, when you when you get up and you touch, start touching the rocks to move, the mountains are, like, eerily cold. And, like, yeah. like not frostbite cold, but they're, like, very... <laughs> You like touch the ground outside and then it's like normal temperature. But you, when you touch the rocks, they're like eerily, you know, cold for this and this time of day. Um, you start waking your way up through the mountain and you kind of takes you a little bit longer than normal. You take a path and you're like, wait, this is not it. And you have to come back down and go through it. So it is actually getting quite dark at this time. And the purple glow is really you can actually hear a hum in the air type thing um marcella, hum in air or ringing in ears just a humming in the air okay uh marcella you're actually at a minus one to all your abilities right now all right you're, you're so bothered by this that yeah. you're like like a rock falls and you're like you know twitching <laughs> looking at shit okay yeah. Type thing. Um, but probably about roughly seven o'clock at night, you actually see a small hut that's roughly carved into the side of the mountain um, that you might think where it needs to be. Very run down, very shack like. Uh, there's mining tools outside of it, uh, but no light on side. No light on site and no light inside. Uh, Marcella just... and um, drawing a brand, drawing a blank. Marcella and Brandon's character. Uh, Belladonna. Donna, thank you. Um, do you guys have dark vision? We don't check. Think we do. Uh, 
Okay. I don't see it. No, nope. I don't think we do. Okay, we just got to make sure that we keep torches and lanterns and things for you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna start walking, uh, like, uh, speed walking, like the grandmas <laughs> in the mall. I am like ready to get out of here. I don't want to be here. Let's go, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, you you see her just take off in front of you. You know, just like you you've never seen her this agitated before. I think that's the fastest I've seen her go. If if I didn't have on all this armor, I would fly, but I can't use it <laughs> since I have on heavy armor. <laughs> uh, you get up to the shack, and that's pretty much what you think it is. It is a shack. Uh, it is partially built into the mountain, but there's like, you know, mining equipment on the outside. You can see there's piles of rubbles and everything, but there is no light on inside at all. No smoke coming from the little chimney, nothing. Am I able to peek into like a window or anything? Yeah, there's there's a light. You don't see anything inside. It's come, you know, it's it's dark, but you can see inside and you have dark vision. I Collins have dark vision, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, but you can see in and there doesn't look like anybody in there. The door is a very ratty door. You could probably look through some of the slats on the door too. Well, I don't see anybody here, so that causes a problem. For someone so rich, this is awfully broken knock. down. You Remember, knock. No. No. <laughs> Remember, it's the rich that are rich. These miners don't get paid for shit. Yeah, but... You, you would think that that would be the other way around, but here we are. Some people just aren't that smart with money. Nobody's answering the door. Can I go walk around, see if there's like another entrance? There's no other entrance. Like I said, this is actually built into the it's, mountain. It's built into the mountain. Okay. We can either go in or we can look around. I look at the door. It's a ratty, you know, you could probably, you know, pick it up off its hinges and move it. <laughs> you push it, it opens up easily, no problem. Not locked or anything. You open the door and you see like a little chimney, um, a few small little tables, um, somewhere to cook and somewhere to eat. And then, a you know, a straw shitty bed. Oh. And like, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's sitting on the floor type straw bed with like a blanket. Does it look like anybody's been here lately? I mean, it's time like food or the fireplace has been used. Give me an investigation roll. You see, you see Marcella starts looking around the room. Uh, so it's actually a minus two to this. Yeah, if you just roll it, it'll auto. It should already, oh yeah, it'll be minus two because of the negative you got right now. Yeah, so you're like two. you're like just scanning all over the place, just yeah. anxiously, just looking everywhere, not seeing anything. You can tell that uh, Marcella is almost in a panic state. You uh, picking up something that we should be worried about? person's not here why aren't they here they're supposed to be here where is this person i want to look for any hidden doors okay uh give me a search 
That's uh, Sarge Avenue. Or if you're going, yeah, just give me a investigation. Investigation. That's your best bet for right now. You do not hear dogs in the background. That's going to be a thirteen. Uh, you start looking around. You you notice that they haven't been here for a while. There's you know not the fire has been out for a while, but nothing that's you know like piquing your interest. Okay. Uh, anybody else going to be searching uh, with an investigation? Never know. I'll give uh, it a shot. Ain't my strong suit. Belladonna. I'm gonna look outside. Okay. Uh, you go to head outside, and uh, Nar goes around looking, and something piques your interest about the fireplace, Nar. Something just doesn't look right. Like, it should be sitting against the wall, but it's kind of catty-corner against the wall. It's not sitting flush against the wall. You can tell, like, one side of the fireplace sticks out just a little bit more than it should. Let's give it a squeeze. You you, you go up to it, and you kind of give it, a, and it creaks a little bit, pushing in. I think we have the way in. Uh, Belladonna, you hear this. As, you hear a creak behind you as you start heading out. I think like it's a, scra- a stone scraping stone. Oh, I yeah, still gonna look outside just in case. Uh, okay. Uh, you don't see anything peculiar outside. Um, just smatting of tools everywhere. Um, Marcella, you actually kind of jump when you hear that sound. It kind of you know puts you on a little edge as this <laughs> of stone scraping stone. Okay, I'll just start power walking towards. Where I think we're supposed to go. <laughs> uh, Nar, you, you see Belladonna like right up against you. She's like got her bu- her big belly just like pressed against you. And you're kind of like leaning over uh, this fireplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like really got her body up against you as you're trying to figure out how this fireplace works now. I'll start to help if I need to. Okay. What are you going to do? He pushed it in and heard a scrape. What are you going to do? Um, he pushed it. So it was, so it wasn't, I want to make sure I'm following you. I'm, I'm a very visual person. That's fine. Um, so he said the fireplace is, there's a gap between it and the wall. Uh-huh. And he pushed it toward, like pulled it towards himself no, or pushed, pushed it, it to the side. He pushed it towards the wall and it stopped. So if he would, if you would pull on it, it would come away from the wall. Yeah. Pretty much what you can tell is he either a closed it or just sealed the gap. Yeah. I do have, no, I don't have a, I thought I had a crowbar. Um, I will, I'll try and um, pull it okay. towards give me, me. Give me a strength check. So you just roll this. Go to your strength and where the number is. Just like the plus or minus. Just click that. Uh, 
If you need a crowbar, I have one. <laughs> she she grabs a hold of it and she's like, ah, ah, yeah. and she's like, yes, I need the crowbar. I'm gonna give her the crowbar. Try okay. again. Try again now. Try now. All right, and it's minus one. I will give you guidance. This roller hates me. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> get roll a d4 because you do get a d4 and you got a bonus from the crowbar, so it might be able to do it. So okay. roll a d4. All right. And you've got it because the crowbar <laughs> bonus. You only needed a ten. Uh, you you reach in and you grab it and you 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 put the crowbar in and you pull it a bit and you can notice that the fireplace is kind of swinging on a hinge out towards you. And you can see uh-huh. a tunnel behind the the uh, fireplace. Okay. Found something, gas. Okay. To the tunnel. To you the notice tunnel. this tunnel? It's it's roughly human size shaped, um, and you can tell it is carved by a human. Uh, and there's steps leading down. Yeah. Keep going. One of, Keep one, of a, one of us that can see in the dark should go first. I'll go. Okay. Go. 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 I'll pick okay. you up and put you in front of me. <laughs> and my little tail is just like vibrating. <laughs> okay. Um, if you weren't uh, vibrating so much, I'd say just carry me. Uh, Slock, you you get put in front, and she kind of like pushes you, like go, 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 go. <laughs> Um, you start walking down the steps, go so fast. and all of a sudden it starts getting pitch black, and you don't see a single thing unless you have dark vision. So are you going to light I'll torches? I'll torch. Okay. Yeah, I'll light me a torch. Dreamcraft my torch. Okay. Fire. Okay. You light torches, Same. and you start heading down. You walk down this stairs for a good hour, just nonstop, just going down and down. And there's no torches along the side. There's no sconces, no nothing to put stuff in. It's just complete black. But does anybody, everybody give me uh, a perception check. Mm. Nara and Slock. Notice this. I'll check. Marcella, you don't. Uh, Nara and Slock, you notice that this... The walls are very well carved and they're starting to become very smooth and clean. And, you know, this is not just like a carved tunnel. This is a built tunnel type thing. And you can tell that there's like some intricate work happening here. Okay. Like they're like someone took their time as you're going down. The further you go down, the more detailed it is. The craftsmanship is amazing. You look up and all of a sudden you feel these big panda paws on your back going and shoves you further. <laughs> Calm down. Glass, the glass. <laughs> uh, you start walking down and you notice as you get down there is a door. Um, solid metal in front of you. With a big handle. A, a you got strength for that? Door. 
and the handle's right in the center. I go up to it and I'm like, I'll open the door. I'm trying to open it. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a strength check. <laughs> you like a net 20. You just go up and you go put one hand on it and you just push it with one hand and it, it slides in. Totally not expecting that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to open this stone door. Just. Oh. You, you, you like put a little too much effort and it opens, but you feel this whoosh of air come flying at y'all. It's very dank and, you know, dusty smelling. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, you get a little bit of cough. It feels like there's more going on with this place than just her minor being missing. Why would you have all these yeah. secret doors for a minor? Maybe we should just go back and say that the minor wasn't here, so we couldn't fulfill the contract. So it's just, you know, too bad. Then we don't get paid, and then Belladonna yeah. gets yelled at by Jennifer. And I mean, we should really try to find this minor. Everybody make a perception check. Belladonna and... Marcella hear this. Marcella, you're so paranoid and everything that you're, you know, you're, you're, your heightened senses are kicking off. Belladonna, you hear this voice like a whimper, uh, someone in pain, but it's very deep. But uh, you can tell that there's somebody, you can feel it, they're in pain or they're whimpering. Coming from inside the door, where the where the door is. I instinctually just walk in. Okay. Same. Uh, y'all just see them like, they're like all paranoid for a second. And then all of a sudden they're just like, no, we're going in. All right. Then. Okay. <laughs> Let's go there. Yeah. I, there's got to be something inside. Um, you walk in and you can tell that this is a large open room. You can't see the end of it, but you do see torches um, along the edges of this large circular room. You can't even see the sides left and right, and you can't even see the end of it, but you do see these large torches on these little pillars right as you get in. You could light them. Well, someone could light them. All you, people can light You them. go up and you put a torch to that. And as soon as you put a torch to it, it burns very bright. And it starts popping up around the room. All these torches start popping up around the room automatically. Going around until it comes back to where, you know, where you're standing on your left-hand side. You notice that the walls and all the stonework <clears throat> is like a very deep, deep, deep purple but it has been polished to like a mirror finish. Uh, the floor is the same. And at the very end of the circular room, you see this cage and something is moving and twisting inside of this cage. You can't tell what it is. And you see a small cage off to your left. And you can't tell what's in that cage either. We're about to be sacrificed. Do you guys think we're think she sent us down here to be sacrificed to whatever is in the cage? That seems unlikely. 
But we should we should sneak up and look. Are you good at sneaking? Now that's a very private question. <laughs> it almost seems like you're um, questioning my trustworthiness. As a six foot six panda, I don't think I'm very stealthy with my my armor and shield and everything. Yeah, I do okay. <laughs> uh, you do see some crates off of the end, but that was weird. You do see some crates off at the end, and like I said, you do see a smaller cage in front of you and a larger cage at the very end of the room, but you can't see what's inside of it. Well, obviously, the more important thing is in the smaller cage because you know that's the way everything works. Better things are in smaller packages. So, forward to potentially free the uh, whatever it might be. Okay. You start walking forward, and this room is probably about 50 feet long. Uh, you get about halfway, and uh, Marcella, you get this huge tingle down your back as you look mm-hmm. over where the large cage is. And you notice the large cage is actually not even a cage. It's golden rope wrapped around whatever this is holding. It's this shiny my torch. golden rope. And whatever it's holding is not actually in the cage, but bound by this golden rope. Um, and you are instantly struck with, oh, fuck. This is not what you think it is. And the people that don't see this as much, you notice that on the left-hand side, there is a dragonborn chained up, arms over his, over their head, Stripped down, bare naked, and looks, you know, like they're, you know, been tortured. Bruise marks, cut marks, um, whimpering and everything. Um, so I dropped my torch because of the realization. Um, I tell everyone in the group, do not touch that. Um, stay away from the large cage, and I'll run over to the dragonborn and try to help them. Okay. Um, you go over, and as soon as you go over, the strings and the chains on whatever is being held is popping off. And ping, ping, ping. And you see this large mouth, arms, legs, teeth, bodies of what you've been told as a child, as a shadow creature, is coming towards you. And initiative. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. That's that's when my dice need to fail us. <laughs> I can't do any something. <laughs> All right, so initiative 19. Not bad. Oh, Marcella's got it really. She's super paranoid. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I love that uh, for me. Bella is next. Um, Gonzo, will you look at your phone? Can you get a second? 20 bucks. <laughs> After Warfare Weekend, I'm broke as shit. How was that, by the way? Was it a good show? 
dude we yes. had a blast uh, awesome. and we had we we broke attendance records this year fantastic it was a lot of, we were over 400 people this year so oh, really so, that's cool yeah we were we, we did really good this year um okay so let me write down the rest of this uh nar and then slock and shadow okay you're sitting there, and all of a sudden, like I said, these chains start snapping off, and then all of a sudden you see this large shadow thing just flopping its arms and its legs, and you see, like, multiple mouths and teeth all on this body coming at you, and it's just kind of just flopping its way towards you. There's no shape. There's no structure, and this is the reason why you've got this large, large pain inside your body marcella this is a shadow creature you feel the special item that you received starts to feel hot inside of your pocket um what are you gonna do i'm going to move over to nar and i will cast protection from evil and good Okay, so protection from evil. Uh, do roll your D100 first to see what happens. Good, higher okay. is better. There you go. Fingers crossed. Oh. Oh, it was almost 64. <laughs> you sit there and you get that shock on your body again, uh, Nar. You're like, what the hell? <clears throat> you know, it's like a static electrical shock. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bella, what are you going to do? I get within 15 feet of this thing. <laughs> okay. No problem. You can get there. And I cast Thunder Wave. Okay. Uh, you want to tell us what that does? Uh, Thunder Wave. A uh, wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, the creature takes half the damage and isn't pushed. Addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area of the effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you. And the spell emits a thunderous beam audible up to 300 feet away. Okay. Uh, what is your DC? 13. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You sit there and you, you hit this wave. Uh, the creature does pass, but you see other objects are being pushed. So they take the damage. Four damage. Okay. Y'all hear this loud crack. You've heard it before. This is nothing, you know, you're used to this, but you're just like, whoo, glad she went before I did, or I would have been snapped by this thunder wave. Um, Nar, you are next. What are you doing? Uh, I will take out my bow and launch a pickle arrow. <laughs> you pull this and you hear the, the, the typical thring. Roll to hit. You do hit. Roll damage. Take my pickle damage. <laughs> okay. Um, this would be Slock next. What are you going to do, Slock? I am going to get to the furthest point in the room that I possibly can. <laughs> and uh, so my longbow has a range of 150. So You're just going to get that... back to the back of the edge of the room is pretty much yes. what it is. And then I'm going to shoot this thing with my longbow. 
So you use your movement to go back and you shoot and you do hit. So roll your damage. Total eight. Okay. The arrow goes into it and you, you, you think you're doing damage to it, but you really can't tell. Cause like I says, this thing has a shape that is non-distinguishable. It's not like you're seeing blood come out of it. You're not seeing, you know, things happen. It's just there. Uh, I it, know that I definitely hit it. Yes. Um, That's satisfactory enough. Belladonna, it reaches you and goes to strike you with one of its appendages. Uh, your AC? 13. Uh, reaches up and hits you and you feel this <laughs> as this giant barbed teethy hand, you know, pseudopod if you want to call it, uh, that has like teeth and fingers just comes and slaps the crap out of you. You Rips. take... A total of six points of damage. Just, uh, it is now within, you know, melee reach distance of everybody except for Captain Slock. That's Captain Slock booked away. Uh, go back up to the top. Uh, Marcella. Range attacks. <laughs> Um, I will try and get out of its reach with my movement. I'll move 30 feet. If I take an opportunity to attack, my AC is 17. Okay. I'm going to remind you that you are built to take on these creatures because you get bonuses to hit and damage these creatures, by the way. Because this is a shadow creature. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to use Sacred Flame. That's... um. Yeah, I guess I'll stay. I'll stay up um, closer, and I'll use my spear to try and poke it. Okay, uh, you do not have your negative one now. Uh, you do feel your pocket burning pretty hard. So roll uh, where your uh, spear is. Roll where it says the plus or minus by your spear. The hit DC. Click that button. under actions yeah i'm getting there i'm just trying to figure sorry i'm trying to figure it all out that's fine uh oh, you rolled the damage that. so it should be the hit dc there you go there we go there's the damage and hit <laughs> you hit and you actually crit because your crit is too higher against creatures so you roll seven and roll another d6 and you get double that amount of damage so you, you just roll 2d6 is pretty much what it is so 14 damage. Nice. So we she y'all sit there. Y'all have not seen this yet, but she pulls out her spear and like the tip starts to glow a bright white light as it strikes the creature and bursts out. And you can actually see this creature more. And it, like I says, you see nothing but teeth and body parts and ichor, but it's all black and just the darkest of shadow that you've ever seen. Uh, next is Bella. What are you going to do? Um, I am actually. Uh, I am going to. That's what damage this thing. 
I'm gonna cast Thunderclap <laughs> on it. It's not Thunder Wave, it's Thunderclap, so it's not gonna be the fifteen foot cube, but it'll be <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. But I like take my just like clap. And then um the constitution saving. Con saving throw? Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen? Does make it? So and it takes no damage. Takes no damage. You go, you go slap, and you hear the thunder crack, and the creature just kind of ignores you. Uh, Nar, you are next. All right, it's right well, up on you, pretty much. Yeah, no. So, gotta let the let my bow clatter to the ground. I'll pick it up later, and have at me. Plot the scimitar. Yep. <gasps> oh shit. <laughs> That's a crit. Excellent. Uh, so we do this one. Yep. Ta-da. Good. Okay. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and add two to that with Fury of the Small. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to do that. <laughs> you you hear you hear Nar? He kind of like starts to slobber and and goes after this thing and just you know. You've seen his little mini berserker thing that he like goes <laughs> off into. <Yeah. laughs> goes Stay in. Away from my panda friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slock, it is your go. Um, am I able to move a little bit closer <coughs> so that I can get in range with my crossbow? Yeah, yeah, you're able to move. Okay. So I'm gonna jump to another rock. And then aim a crossbow. Okay, Four you 14. hit. Cool. Five. You sit there and you shoot it, and the, the crossbow goes in and hits it, and you start to see it kind of dissipate. And it starts to kind of, like, fade out, and, like, the teeth start to disappear, the fingers and all this stuff starts to disappear. And then all of a sudden you hear... Behind you three, this loud screech, and you feel something wet splatter across the back of your body. And the loud screech you hear comes from Captain Slock. Uh-oh. You turn around, and you see this roughly seven and a half foot, eight foot tall shadowed armored being with a spear through Slock's chest. Completely engorged. Completely, that's, you feel the blood, the the wetness was the splatter of blood all across the back of your body. Oh no! And all of a sudden you see Captain Slock's body go limp. You see this armored creature because I can cross over the barrier. And you see Captain Slock's soul come out of the body, float towards you, and starts reaching at you and going, Take me. And then the armored guy goes, No, you're my soul, and goes to grab. And you see Slock's body being sucked into this armored knight. And he's like, Yes, the war has begun. And you see Captain Slock screaming 
as being sucked into this giant night. And he's like, don't worry, Belladonna, you're next. And then a puff of like shadowy smoke and purple flame rises up and he disappears. Do we still have the thing that's trying to eat us in front of us? No, it, it disappears and is gone. Okay. We'll run over where he was. I'll swing around it at nothing, because obviously there's nothing in there Correct. anymore. So, the dragonborn that was tied up. That turned that into the, now? It turned into the monster that we were attacking. No, no, the, the dragonborn is still there. The dragonborn, dragonborn is still, is still tied up. The dragonborn is still tied up. But completely I, unconscious and everything. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to ritual cast <laughs> detect magic. <laughs> uh, sit down you and cast it yourself. And the entire room is magical. Oh, fuck. What about these robes? <laughs> That's what I mainly want to know is these robes. Uh, the ropes that were uh, attached to this creature are no longer there. The dragonborn. Uh, the dragonborn. He's no longer tied up. No, he he's bound. He's bound up to the wall. But they're not magical. Okay. But the entire room oh. is magical. Okay. So bright. Oh my god. Well, let's go take a look at this scaly critter and make sure he's okay. Uh, you yeah. go up to you go up to the dragonborn, and they are completely emancipated. Um, you can tell that this creature was tortured. Emaciated. Or emaciated, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it should have emancipated. Yeah. It's like, he has no parents. Yes. Okay. <laughs> also true. D&D backstory. <laughs> yeah. No parents also, but yeah, we'll go with that one too. But yeah. All right, I'm not amazing at the medicine, but I'll give him a once over, yeah. see if I can't, oh, uh, you know, rub some dirt in his wounds, because mm-hmm. that's what I would do. I can help with that. I was going to say, I'm not bad at medicine, and I can... Uh... You guys come... You can come save me from putting an infection in him as I reach down and start gathering up dirt yeah. to close up his wounds. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a trained medic, so... I will give you guidance. <laughs> All right. you, 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 like, oh. scoop up the dirt. <laughs> she pushes you out of the way. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> four. <laughs> yeah, you do know medicine. Wow. Heck yeah. Oh. Good medicine. You you sit there and you start tending to the wounds and you can tell that they've like put minor cuts all over the body. Um you start wrapping the wounds and start cleaning it, you know, you pull out some water and stuff and you you've pretty much got, you know, the, you can tell the the creature is starting to r- r- kind of wake up, but it's still pretty groggy. Okay. All right. Um, I'll just tend to them until they're able to communicate. Okay. Augie, you may now speak. Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm trying to get my bearings and figure out what exactly is going on. Uh, You notice that Mizzy's character is now speaking for Augie. No longer the goblin. As my dogs go nuts right now, sorry. So go ahead, Augie. So, basically, the the last thing I remember is 
of passing out from being tortured. And I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what exactly is going on. And I, I see this panda in front of me and I'm a little confused, but I'm not questioning it either. Hi, I'm Marcella. Um, and I kind of like, I'll sit down with you. Um, I'll give you a little bit of water and a little bit of food, but not too much refeeding is a thing. Um, and I'll ask you, um, who did this to you? Do you remember? The shadow things. Wait a second. Maybe. How it, many it, How many mouths and teeth do you have? Ah. Uh, the standard amount. <laughs> All right. Uh, Augie, you do know your equipment is stored in one of the crates off in the distance, but okay. that's you. You you are on your way here to collect a debt, and were ambushed and mm -hmm. sent in here and tortured for the last week or so. Yep, that. You realize you're naked, right? I'm a dragon. What else is new? I mean. <laughs> If if you if you need me dressed, my stuff is somewhere in here. No, I've just never seen somebody show as much skin as me before. So like, this is amazing. <laughs> it's it's not oh. a typical thing, but I mean, it is what it is right now. Oh, oh, so you don't normally just stay naked? Uh, no, I I I like clothes to a degree. Like you know, comfort is a thing. But we can have this conversation later. Where's I, I need my I, I need my equipment. I'll go get it and bring it to them. Uh, there are a few crates over there, uh, roughly about five foot by five foot crates. Um, you pop open one and you're instantly hit by rotting flesh smells, dead creatures or something in here. And you like pop it open and maggots are kind of swarming over everything. Flies are everywhere. And there used to be some type of humanoid inside of this that, you know, is decomposing. You don't know what type of humanoid. But it's definitely not Augie's gear, that's for sure. Oh, people compost. Yeah, pretty much. I'll check the other one. You go to pop up in the other one, and you notice uh, a plethora of weapons and gear that uh, probably could be. Okay, I'll take that over there. Okay. I'll go to the third chest. Okay, you go to the third chest. You going to open it? Yeah. Decomposing humanoid. <laughs> And you, 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 you give me a constitution check. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> you like hurl instantly. You like pop it open, and all of a sudden, you just spew all over the floor. And you, you don't even get a chance to say anything. And y'all hear this loud up chuck <laughs> over by uh, Bella. I'm just plants. And just, just. Whatever she is eating is no longer in the stomach. Like it was so bad that you may have it may have come from you know intestinal upchuck. It was so bad. I'm I'm gonna look over to Marcella and say, thank thank you for bringing me my things. Does that normally happen? Uh, I don't think she's used to saying um, human compost and. <laughs> I'll like hang your stuff and say I, I used to be a medic so I'm kind of used to it that's fair uh, while they're having their, their 
chat with our new uh, uh, scaly prisoner. Um, I mean, yes. Uh, I'm going to wander the room and look for more signs of how that scary Black Knight dude got in here in the first place without us noticing, because we're so clever. <laughs> you start searching the area out. You do notice that where this shadow creature was and where these bindings were, there are marked runes and intricate patterns underneath where it started at. Bella. Um, wipe off your chin and come take a look at these. Yeah. This means nothing to me. <laughs> what? I go over and look at the runes. Uh, you look at the runes and what's your arcana? Roll it. Oh. <laughs> You're like, mm, no clue. Like, this means, oh, I completely bullshit this. Okay. I'm like, you know, this one could, it could mean two things. It could be a door, or it could just be he was here. That's all I can read. So... So let's try number two with Marcella. Is this a murder door? <laughs> uh, I can go over right there and look at it and see. Arcana, check. Not great at those, but we'll see what happens. You're like, you can tell that there's some type of arcane ruins, but you're not sure exactly mm -hmm. what it is. Ooh. Wait, actually, could what language does it look like it's in? You have no clue. Gonzo, am I able to stand up at this point? Yes, you're able to do. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk over there with them and check it out myself. Okay. Don't get too close and use the murder door as a murder exit. You're not sure either. You just know these are some arcane runes. Okay. Well, just to make sure that no one else uses it, I'll start chipping away at one of the literally doing nothing with like the end of a of a tent stake like dunk, 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 <laughs> hammering on the floor you really don't see anything don't know anything it just you can tell that this meant something to the creature but you're not sure what I'm going to start looking for like a switch a pressure plate some type of scrapings on the floor like just the trying to see only thing another... that you could tell after searching around is where this tall, dark knight stood. There was scrapings where, like, the feet and the metal scraped across the ground. But other than that, you can't tell anything else. Mm. Yep. I don't like it. I'll take my, I'll take my little tricorn hat off. Put it over my chest. The captain was a good captain. Oh yeah, yeah her, her her body is still laying on the floor, dead as a door. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, should we bury her? Well, not down here. You let the plant. Well, I know, not down here. We could carry her out. <laughs> if you need help with that, I, I I've got some big shoulders. My gosh, it would be amazing. Thank you for offering. Welcome to the crew. 
Oh, I'm Belladonna, by the way. We haven't. I don't think we've got your name. You can call me Aguar for now. Aguar. Okay, I remember. If you can't say that, then Og. 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 Go with Og. I'll remember that easier. You still see uh, Nar just standing with the hat over the chest, over the heart, and just standing there. <laughs> Waiting to uh, have the moment of silence for the captain. <clears throat> Go over there and join. She was a good goblin. Okay, all right. Let's check the body and uh, take her upstairs. <laughs> yes, take everything. Take the money off of her. The, the few silver pieces she had. I, I don't feel comfortable with that. And I just... Well, don't feel comfortable about what? I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. You have to take it, but I'm just saying I don't agree with it. Oh, no, we're not, we're not taking it. We're oh, repurposing it the way that she would have wanted it. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> um, sensible captains is sensible. <laughs> Oh, I'm like what... taking some knickknacks that Slock had. Like, I am just. Anything insignificant of value to anything is going in the shop. I have a blanket. Can I use the blanket to wrap, wrap her up after they're done looting her body? <laughs> <laughs> we are not looting, we are preparing her for burial. Yeah, and I like drew mm-hmm. half a lot of like flowers on. See if I can't cough up a fake tear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, you, uh, she you will be missed. <laughs> you do that. Uh, you wrap her up in, in a blanket and uh, give her to Og, and Og starts carrying. And I guess I'll head out. Yeah, you body over my shoulders. You go on ahead just a little bit. We'll be right behind you. Belladonna, Stella, uh, can we trust the big lizard? I mean, I think so. You know, I told Slock that they were going to die, <laughs> but I didn't think you'd be this safe. <laughs> you know how bad I've been holding that in. <laughs> That's true. You did. Um, I was there. I saw it happen. Yeah. What are <laughs> what are creepy. your what are your feelings on um, uh, Big, Tall, and Tortured? Let's see. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll be with you in just a second. So, Stairs are to the left. Our world is about to be flipped upside down. That's what that means. Nobody can see this because it's not on video. But um, <laughs> it's it's so weird. I feel like this person came at the right time. That's what that card makes me think. They're going to be with us for a while. They're going to fill Slock's place. Maybe not as captain, but, you know, I think we can trust him. All right. And we are all in agreement that... Um... Not to put it lightly, I mean, in, in wake of tragedy, uh, 
they don't get any of the contract because uh, oh decided. yeah they're dead. No, I meant oh oh <laughs> oh <laughs> oh yeah, no. Well, obviously the dead can't spend, but the living and tortured. I mean, it's awfully nice they're carrying our heavy weight for us, but I don't necessarily think that. I mean, I mean just legally speaking. Oh uh, yeah, no, they didn't sign the contract, so they get none of it. Actually, they shouldn't even know about the the bound. Yeah, no. Yeah, let's just not mention it. That's a good idea. Well, I like that. I mean, but we haven't found the miner yet. So if they do help us get the gems from the miner, then maybe we should give them a little something. Well, I could give them a place to stay. There is a loft above the building, so like you know, that could be like. Well, yeah, we we can discuss that. That's that's. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they should a little something if they help. Well, yeah, of course. That would be I silly mean, for us not to fight, not to equally compensate uh, all of our hard oh, work okay. and suffering freeing them roll. from slavery. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it'll work out just fine. Oh yeah, yeah, I think it'll be great. You hear <laughs> every single thing that they've said. <laughs> We don't know that though. We're just, I'm yeah, no, no. But like, keep going, not... keep going, please. <laughs> <laughs> but let's 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 go ahead and get our dear captain into the ground where the plants In... will eat them. The... Well, that's unnecessary information. But well, I mean, if you bury them, their body will decompose. Technically, the plants are eating them, and then they grow bigger. That is true. It is the circle of life. It is a circle of life. I mean, we didn't bury a lot of our people because we pretty much live forever, but... um, Mm, Forever, Goblin Stone. I get it. (laughs) I'll start making my way up the stairs. Oh, yeah, walking up the stairs. But, you know, and me, I feel like me and Nard just talk about life and just... You you go to walk up the stairs... favorite crowbar. And and you notice as, as soon as you come around the stairs... And it's only like ten feet. Og is standing right there. Hey, I'm glad at least one of you has some sense about you. Did you get lost going up? No, I was waiting on you. What? Wait, wait, you mean... seem like the type that you would need some help getting directions. I know exactly where I'm supposed to be. Are you good with navigation? Like, what are your what are you skilled in? Uh, I'm really good at survival. Um, I have spent a lot of time alone, and with with not many companions at my side, I t- tend to have to fend for myself. Well, before all these people, but... which also I don't need a loft, but you know, that's <laughs> you just don't realize that Og heard your entire conversation. <laughs> I have a spare bedroom in my house, if you don't mind sharing. I already have some people staying in it. My loft is empty because I live in a tree. I don't think I would fit in a tree. Uh, the well, place no. I buy my cheese needs a stable boy. We, Marcella and I can discuss arrangements later. Well, no, the, my, I have a shop in town. Like It's like above the shop. My house is in the forest. That shop is different. Jennifer may stay there. I don't know. I actually don't know where she lives. She just comes to work and then she's there. Uh huh. I think she lives in a hatch beneath the shop. You know, I should probably ask her. 
maybe that's where she stays. Yeah. Oh. But, She's a little uh, hidey hole. Well, do you have a place in mind for your friend here? Oh. Um. Outside, I don't, under the sun. I don't think we should bury her here. Oh, yeah, no, not here. Not, like, when we get outside. I feel like it's just, I don't know, something about being in this area makes me uncomfortable. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're still agitated by everything that's going on. Yeah. I don't, this place I don't is filled with dark things. Her. Yeah, I don't want to bury her here. I feel like we should maybe get to land that's not tainted. Well, we still need to find the Chess. thing that we came for. I, I heard about that too. Nar. A spy, are you? No, I'm just very observant. I mean, we were probably talking very loud. And you did get kind of excited talking about gold and, there... and whatnot. It's a you know, honestly, we probably should have waited to talk about this when we're outside because the stairs would probably make a great, like, sound would probably travel very well. Echo. Yeah. Well, we've wrapped her up in a blanket. We can leave her at the mouth of the of the, of the place and then come get her on the way out. Hey, you're Captain, not mine. All right, well... Where else could we? I don't know. There was nothing outside of this building. Correct. That would point in any direction of like a path that was being followed or anything like that. Nope. That means this thing was down in there. Or we were a sacrifice. Oh, how did you get in here? Perhaps we could go that way. Push the door open. How did you get in here? You don't remember. I was captured. I don't remember how I got here. Mm. You know, the whole torture and whatnot. Kind of how you found me. Passed out. That's the thing. So, you can head back up. You've searched this area. You don't find anything in this room at all. So you just have the tunnel leaning up. Head up the tunnel. Okay. You start walking up the tunnel. Uh, it takes the same amount of time to go up as it did going down. Hour or so. And you get up into this, you know, shady little shack. You notice that it's actually starting to be sunrise outside. That seems unusual because you were just starting to go to get dark. The start of dark by the time you went down. Hmm. I think maybe the murder door caused time to die a little? I like more a change? I wouldn't say die. I mean, we missed it. That's what? The rest of the night. 
Oh, I mean. But maybe we were down there for longer than we thought? No. Maybe. How long did you say you were probably down there for? Couple weeks. My 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 sense of time is completely gone. Thinking back to the book, ledgers like the ledger. Was there a thing for like a missing dragon ball? Not that you can remember. No one would be looking for me, most likely. You said you spent a lot of time alone. Yeah. And what you know, Dragonborn. My kind are very few and far between. Yeah. The Dragonborn are very few and far between, and they roam the land. So it's very uncommon to see a Dragonborn. So this shack uh, in Dwarvish. In Dwarvish, I'm going to say to everyone: Does anyone else speak this? Does anyone else speak Dwarven? Nope. Nope. And so he's getting blank stares. <laughs> Erica, Eric is checking. I'm checking. Sorry. I can't remember. No. Okay. No, no, everybody's like, looks at you kind of weird. All right, then. Wait, why is that? Hang on a second. Never mind. For whatever reason, my sheet says dwarvish, but it's supposed to be goblin. Oh. Oh. It's goblin. Yeah, I can. Understand. I don't have my own language. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. They probably just assume you have you'll have it. One would think. Does everyone else have their native language in their languages slot? No. Yes. Uh, Dragonborn probably. So it must Dragon, be a, must yeah, be a problem with the sheet then. You've got common and draconic, I would assume. Yes. Yeah, mine says common and dwarvish. So we'll, <laughs> I'll fix that later. Never mind. Uh, I've got a couple is, others, but we'll save that for later. The, the, yeah, the, what I said is, does anyone else speak this in Goblin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I look over at you. Speaking Goblin. I, the, I will continue in Goblin. I just want to make sure that we have a way to talk without uh, you-know-who. Of course, because my acting skills are so great. I'll, like, gesture to, you know... Big tall one here, you know, just so we know we can just you and I, you know. All right, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Literally, she she understands Goblin, and then she looks at you, but responds in common. She's like, "Yes," <laughs> but she but she can speak Goblin. She's just not thinking in the <laughs> like, she, she's like, "Yes." Would I be able to tell anything about this conversation based on body language? (laughs) Perception check. Let's see if you can tell. (laughs) Because he did say that he was very bad with body language. Oh, yeah. No, it's... it's, I'm willing to bet unless you flub this horrible, it's about you. You you can tell that they're talking about you. You don't know what, but they're definitely talking about you. This is why we like Marcella better. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just said yes. All right, you got well, nothing for me. I'm just like, Sh- yes. <clears throat> All right, are y'all gonna? What are you gonna do now? You're sitting in this hut. What is the flooring of this hut? Is it Dirt. stone? Dirt. Dirt. Okay, so miner should have buried the chest. I'll look at the ground. Nothing's, try to find something. Nothing stands out at all. Was there another way out of that room down there? No. No, y'all were... Okay. okay. Yeah, y'all, y'all, it was just a big circular room. Y'all are good. Okay. I don't know if I had um, missed something in all of my antics. So you said that the house is built into the side of the mountain, right? Yeah, it's like they're, they're using the back... The back half of the building is mountain. Okay. Should we go look in the mine? That that's where you just came from. There is that's, no, that's that's it. There is no other entrances, no mm, other nothing. buildings. Nothing. nothing. Okay. Strange. I think her miner ran away. Or is in one of those chests down there? I, that's kind of yeah, could be it. You would because like. In Marcella's mind, mines are like these weaving tunnels and mm-hmm. all kind of like this large place. Yeah. We can we can search this place top to bottom and see if it comes up. And if we come up empty, we can go back to, you know, pointy ears and say, uh, you know, we didn't find any gemstones, but we found this, you know, Big tall monstrosity. I, I mean, we found uh, a person. Hey, person. Yeah. Um, are y'all check, check inside? I'll check outside thing. and just see. You you walk around. You don't find anything, and it is starting to get daylight pretty good. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. Nothing has changed. There's no like you don't even see like a struggle. It's just like there's a hut. Here's a building. Here's some tools. I'm going to pick up some of the jewels. No, tools. Oh, tools. Tools, tools. <laughs> Sorry. What tools. kind of tools? Just like chisels and hammers and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I got, I got nothing. I don't know what to do here. <clears throat> okay. Head back and tell her that there was nobody here. So you're going to head back? I suppose, do you think the gems might have been in the boxes with all the meat soup? No. Maybe no. not. Maybe you look. We were, so it was supposed to be like a small box, right? Like a yeah, small like about yeah. a foot by a foot, you know, type the thing. The chests down there were five foot by five foot. Bigger. Yeah, okay. Could be in there. Are there floorboards that it could be hidden under? Nope, no floorboards. Okay. I'll go look in the. I'll go look in the human compost. I'll come with through? you for moral support. <laughs> you gotta dig through I'll it. Just go look. Yeah, I mean, you know, bring it. We'll bring another shovel. dead body. You said there's yeah. tools up in the shed. Yeah, you you bring some tools down. Y'all spend about three hours digging through. Yeah, you you you've Belladonna as soon as just instantly throws up. 
uh, Nar. Down there again. I'm just a thought of it in the shack. Yeah, just a thought of them taking the shovels. Like, She's already thrown up deep in this. Uh, y'all go down there and you start taking this shovel and start moving around. And all of a sudden, when that shovel hits it, it goes into it. You you hear Nar go. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and you spend about three hours and you do not find anything in there that would you know reasonably be a chest or anything you're like wait a minute and you're like no that's a skull <laughs> can i take a short rest during this <laughs> yes you can take a short rest uh i will uh, as nar heads up the stairs i'll say a quick quick prayer when nobody's around over the room and um, head out. Okay. They come back about three hours later and Marcella smells so bad. <laughs> Even though they had the shovel, but, you know, it just kind of stuck to the fur a bit. Well, great. We all smell like dead bodies. Yeah. As I'm still I holding the body of Slock. Well, I, I can drink craft some rosemary. They used to use that to help with the smell of um, decompositions. So I'll do that. Oh, over. When we get when we get around some grasses, just roll around a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Belladonna's just like trying not to hurl as she smells yeah. you as you walk on by. I'll make some kind of comment to be like. I smell like good. people chum. People chum. Belladonna, you look like you need a hug. I'm good. A bear oh, hug. No. To bring it in. No. I'm running away. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm running away. Grapple. I would like to attempt to grapple. Uh, roll it. Oh, gross. What do I roll? To... It's a defensive no, roll. Just your AC. She's, she's got to try to hit you. So it's a strength check. Pretty much. Or actually, yeah. You know, what's your AC? She grabs you. <laughs> Bring it on in. <laughs> and you, Bella, hurls on you. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, it's for the best because I... now you'll get acclimated to it and we'll just all smell terrible until we find a stream. <laughs> Oh god! You right. won't stand out amongst the stink. <laughs> um, are y'all gonna, I guess, head back home? Uh, to the, I mean, I can't, I can't think of another reason why we would stick around here. This place seems super empty and uh, sketchy. Not to mention, we need to bury our friend. Correct. I agree. Um, y'all walk down, come through the thing. Um, we will fast forward. Nothing happens in your five day trip, um, as you're going back home. But on the day that you're supposed to arrive, you notice that there are fires and smoke coming from the town. And as you're coming down out of a hill, you notice like a lot of the townsfolk are outside. You can see guards and everything outside fighting a very large shadow creature outside of the town and cut scene then we're gonna stop here <laughs> so here we go here we goes the dice out and uh guys we appreciate you listening and here's the outro music oh wait we don't we're not
being videoed. Not being videoed, but you are still, I can still hear you. That's fine, but I was dancing, realizing that, that, that no one else yeah, saw that. Yeah, they all look very ridiculous.